My career sucks. Sex just isn't the same. What's my purpose? Where did this fat come from? My relationship is killing me. I'll never be happy. My debt is piling up. I'll never find love. Why can't I be like other gay guys? Hey guys, it's time to get a grip, stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40-plus gay life. Let's get to the show with your tell-it-like-it-is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick or a diva unless you act like one first. Hello, gentlemen. We are on the verge of yet another holiday, the one that many of us hate to even talk about, Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day. Yes, it's just a few days away. And for some of you, you're like, yeah, whatever, Rick. No, I'm not interested in this, right? And for others of you, you're like, oh, if I just had a sweetie. And others of you, you have a sweetheart and you're like, okay, now what am I going to do? And others of you are like, yeah, it's just another day. We just kind of do our thing, blah, 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 blah. But regardless of where you are and where you've been, and maybe even where you would like to go in this dating, mating, wanting a man in your life. Have you ever thought about why? Like truly why this is so hard to do? And I know you have. I mean, I asked that question. It's almost rhetorical in so many ways. But have you asked the deeper question like, what continues to get in my way? And as I've worked with many guys in my coaching practice, I mean, over a thousand men, probably even more at this stage in this arena, a couple of things that really, truly come to the surface about why gay men struggle, two things, loneliness and perfection, loneliness and perfection. <laughs> You're probably going, well, wait. Yeah, I kind of get the perfection thing, Rick, like seeking perfection. But what do you mean the loneliness? Well, some of us will stay in relationships just because it's better than being alone. It's better than trying to start over. It's better than trying to get that guy in your life, right? So we take it and, and we let loneliness be the driver. Like, I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to feel that feeling of loneliness and all that heartache. But what if loneliness was actually the cure. Like what if being alone with yourself helped you truly enjoy the solitude of, wow, okay, <laughs> I have no pressure. I have no need to have to be with someone. I don't have to worry about, you know, performing to certain levels and layers and whatever it is that we put into our crazy little lives. But the other thing about loneliness is it can also make us very negative. It can be very self-loathing. So why would we want to experience that? Let's just keep that guy in our life, right? But sometimes that getting into the yucky, grimy, dirty stuff of being alone and, and kind of being in that negativity is to realize, wait, <laughs> stop the presses, stop the presses. There's no reason to feel this self-loathing. Every one of us is capable of finding a guy and being loved. We just got to be willing to get out of our own way to do it. I know that sounds very contrived. You've heard that many ways, but sometimes that self-loathing becomes our best man. Yep. We hug up on him and we embrace it because it's so much easier to be negative and hate on ourselves and be alone with ourselves in that world than to go do the heavier work, which, okay, let's put myself out there and see what we can do. 
And it's often interesting that in that space of, okay, loneliness, oh my gosh, I don't want to be alone. I don't want to feel those things. Well, it's a way of avoiding doing some of the stuff that we'd really like to do for ourselves. Now, I'm, I'm, I've been with my guy for 21 years, love him dearly. But every once in a while, we got to kind of like take a little break, go do something, go be with your bad self or good self. And focus on something that's interesting to you, just to you. Your partner doesn't have to be a part of it. Because sometimes if we allow the interests that we want to surface, we're afraid we're going to lose our guy or they're not going to want to be with us. Or in some really extreme cases, they may be a narcissistic jerk and won't ever let what you want to do be a priority. But if you're with yourself, you know, as I'm starting to say, if you're with yourself versus loneliness or being alone, I think being alone is a really great thing. You can start to dive into your interest and make you the priority and things that you enjoy. You can also truly improve your relationship with yourself, which even if you are in a relationship with a guy, your man, your husband, your boyfriend, being alone with yourself can improve those relationships because you start to see what you want. You start to see what you're missing when you get to be with them. And it's so powerful to allow yourself to step into that space and go, okay, yes, I'm alone, but look at what I'm discovering. I'm discovering, wow, this is really good. I really want to be with my man. I'm missing my guy. But sometimes we're afraid to go step into that alone time when we're not dating and go, okay, based on when I was dating, what was it that really worked? What would I like to have in a relationship that I'm drawn to that doesn't drain me that I really, really want to experience? Because that's when we can also start to let go of the past. Yes, we're going to hang on to what we knew for some degree, a little bit of time, because, hey, it was familiar. But when you get to be with yourself, you can start to really sort out in your clear-headed thoughts. If you allow yourself to go there, in your clear-headed thoughts, what you should let go of and why you want to let go of it. And what good is that going to do you to let go of that? Now, all of this, of course, is going to cause you to get out of your comfort zone. It was never easy to be with myself. I'm just staying it straight up. I had been married for 13 years to my ex-wife. I had gone right out of college into that relationship. Never really lived alone for just brief little periods. And then she was a constant figure. And then we were married. And all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom. Life is happening. Life is happening. Life is happening. And the only time I was alone was literally when I was traveling for work. And even then, I was surrounded by coworkers and friends and all these sort of things. To be alone made me very uncomfortable until I finally got to do that. It was between my marriage and meeting my husband. Yes, there were quite a string of guys, but there was a lot of time where I was just with me. And I needed that so much because once I learned to be with me, I was ready to step into that place where now I have my sweetheart. But the other deterrent was I was looking for perfection. Now, I wasn't looking for 
like Mr. Hot Body, that's always a plus. But there were definitely certain things I was looking for. And I realized that was really, really a defense mechanism for not letting my shields down. Because, well, he wasn't this, or he's not that, or he doesn't have that kind of money, or he doesn't have kids, or he doesn't have a great body, or, you know, I wasn't really hung up on that stuff. But yeah, I want a guy who looks decent. I mean, now I'd be like, well, nobody would want me. Okay, there's the self-deprecating stuff, right? But it's one of those things that suddenly when you're looking for perfection so much, it's kind of the way to keep yourself from having to enter into the next thing. And perfection can also be a comfort zone. Like if this is all I'm looking for, then guess what? It keeps me from dating. It keeps me from dating. It also keeps you from realizing, is that really truly what you want? Because at that point, it's only about, I'm only good enough if I get this. The other thing too, that happens when we're on the perfection track is it hurts our confidence. Now, I know you're going to say, wait, that makes no sense. Yes, it does. Because if perfection, perfection, perfection is all you're looking for, then your confidence is going to get blown each time you can't find it. It may be subtle, it may be hidden, and it may not be obvious. But it chips and chips and chips because you want this level of somebody and then you can't get it. You can't get it. So then you can get in your own head and like, see, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. Now, perfection can also be that little interesting scapegoat, as I've already alluded to. It's like, well, I couldn't find a guy. Why? <laughs> Are you going to actually tell people? Well, because he didn't have a bubble button. He didn't have a six-pack abs and he didn't have a, you know, $5 million portfolio. Okay, maybe to some of your closest friends. But there's always the little scapegoat of keeping you from being able to get what you want. So the questions become, will perfection actually leave you, lead you to happiness? It will leave you too, trust me. But will it lead you to true happiness? For most people, it won't. Because it also builds like this inflexibility. If perfection is all you want, you set the bar so freaking high. And before you know it, maybe you do get Mr. Wonderful. You also get Mr. Wonderful for a bit because you've expected so much and you put so much emphasis on these perfection pieces, whatever they are, bank accounts, body, you know, having the right friends, living in the right kind of houses, having a good career, being Mr. Wonderful by just his characteristics. None of those are bad things. But suddenly, because this is what you want, there's not a lot of flexibility. But as soon as you start to release, perfection. You become more flexible. You become more open to change. Like, okay, well, this is what I wanted now. This is what I'm, I'm seeking now, which is a way of starting to be actually very, very vulnerable in your world. And the more vulnerable, vulnerable, <laughs> vulnerable you become, the more real you are. And actually, the more realistic you are in what you're seeking. Now, again, guys, I'm not saying throw everything out with the bathwater, so to speak. This is not a baby out with the bathwater. But think about how perfection might be getting in your way. Because when you don't allow anything but that standard to be there, you're going to get very 
very frustrating. And as you step forward into perfection, I'm going to invite you to ask yourself one more question. Is that perfection coming from a place of, this is what I need, or I believe I need, so that I can get and meet the expectations of others? Are you going for the guy that's going to fit in your mold of what you believe everybody else thinks you should be with? I think for most of us, if we were being really honest with ourselves, a lot of times the relationship that we end up with, that really, really works. It's actually not anything near what we originally thought we were going for. But we found the ways to be flexible and to be open and vulnerable and like, well, let's explore this. Let's let's get a little more realistic. We step out of our comfort zones and we go after these things that quit assaulting our confidence. In fact, when I met my husband, I was kind of like, well, he's darn handsome. What's he seeing me? So there was assault on my confidence, right? Until I realized he saw me for so many things. Well, because I'm a catch. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, guys. But sometimes when we let the perfection step away or these high expectations, let's take the P word out for a minute. These really high expectations continue to dominate who we want to meet, how we want to meet and what we want the relationship to be. Is it really any wonder that we can't find our man? So I want to challenge you as we're heading into the sweetheart day of the year, which some of us are like, screw that. I don't really give a shit about it. And others of us are swooning like schoolgirls or schoolboys because it's Valentine's Day just around the corner. I want to invite you to be a real sweetheart and love up on yourself and love being alone and love going after the non-perfection side of life. When you let go of the perfection and you aren't afraid to go step into being with yourself, doors will open, opportunities will show up, and you just might find yourself with Mr. Man this time next year on Valentine's Day. So go out there, guys. Have a great weekend. And if you're getting ready to celebrate with your guy, then go have fun doing it. And just remember, there's no excuse or no fear too great to cause you to keep apologizing for being who you are in the world. So go out there and find yourself and find your man. That's a wrap for 40 plus. Gay men, gay talk, where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves, and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 Plus Gay Men Gay Talk, where the conversations continue.